Right, welcome to the new Call ID podcast. We got me, Timothy, in the studio. Yeah, we got Benjamin Elias, though. Come on, got three huts in the door here. Oh, allow it, man. Lovely. Let's get into this. <laughs> this guy's a waste, man. Hello, what are you man saying? How do, we, how do you look? You look ah, <laughs> <laughs> what? No intro. No. <laughs> we don't need to do an intro. We've got the intro on the intro. Also, I was going to say we should have. <laughs> we're like, look, what's our socials at the end? There was one episode we'll save it, and then and then yeah, that's, that's what I felt. Like we said, our, we said our yeah. socials, and then the socials come on at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need to do an intro because yeah, yeah. the intro comes on at the beginning. Oh, God, God, God. So we could just start. Wait, what were we even talking about? What I want to talk about is I want to talk about this Notre, uh, Notre Dame, how do you pronounce it? Notre Dame. Mm, yeah. How do you pronounce Notre Dame thing? Like, obviously, the way people are getting onto it about, you know how the billionaires, they raise like a billion pounds for it or whatever, or a billion euros. Yeah, let me so get it up. It's a lot of money. It was peas. Like, it was peas that they raised up. I'm scared for this night. I'm not going to lie. Alright, cool. If two men in the world of more than seven billion people can provide 300 million euros, Alright, cool. So two of them together, they put in three hundred million. Yeah. Um, I think in total they got to eight hundred million. Wait, wait, my phone. <laughs> they got to eight hundred million, like just a bunch of like billionaires. They just to uh, contribute to the rebuild of that thing. So and then obviously, you know, what people would be like, That's we all felt sad because of what happened to Notre Dame, but the hypocrisy is mind-boggling. People raised over eight hundred fucking millions to repair Notre Dame within twenty-four hours. Where the fuck are all these people and poor kids in Europe, in the Middle East and Africa are starving? Uh, yeah, just generally that sort of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, that's enough to feed the hot, every child in the world, the failure of the system, et cetera, et cetera. And my thing, and another one that I saw is, oh, there are churches in America, there are black churches in America that are getting burned down because of like, for whatever reason, they're like poor structures, or whatever. Mm. But my thing is, those two things aren't comparable. Like, it's sad what's going on, but the thing is, this Notre Dame Cathedral isn't a Black Baptist church that was built 30 years ago and then I've been burned out now. This is Notre Dame Cathedral, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I hear that. And I think there's, um, there's this whole, like, stigma around, like, millionaires and whatever, like, investors not really being altruistic and yeah. helping, you know, being philanthropists, I guess. Is that really, like, an, is that like a, a requirement of you once you make it, for example? Like if you become a millionaire, you just expect it to help people. I think, I think with your point, the first thing is like comparing the two, it just sounds nuts. <laughs> because like people actually travel to Paris to go and see like something like the Dr. Jam and stuff yeah. like that. No one's going to see John Baptist Church. Like, you know what it is? Number one, like I, I, I kind of agree with the sentiment in terms of like, yeah. Obviously, it would be nice if billionaires and millionaires would actually contribute to like more. I can't say more important stuff because I can't challenge the way they feel over something. But stuff where like people are hungry, there's a lot of poverty going on. They just don't care. But that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. at, at the end of the day, you can't you can't you can't really force exactly. anyone to do anything. Yeah. I can't blame them. It's sad, but mm. that's you know what the is? thing is, I saw one was called. There was a girl who she was tweeting about it, and then she she came at it from the perspective of um like their kid dying and that mm. and then someone she was a British girl who's tweeted it and then obviously it's gone across the Atlantic and Americans are now tweeting back at her like oh yeah like look what's happening in Flint you know Americans they love it anything that happens remember Flint remember Flint and then she was like these Europeans are these are billionaires are European they don't give a fuck about Flint and I was like I looked at it and I actually replied to her I was like do you see the hypocrisy here 
Ty si vysvátil. Naše vysvátil. Ty si 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 vysvátil. What they care about is this is this castle. You might think, okay, why do they care about the castle? You know, it's, it's a very old. It's so it's, it's, it's like architecture, all that type of stuff. Definitely, like, and if you're French, you'll definitely be into it. It's like I think. It's the, like imagine Big Ben. Big Ben for the, exactly. Like people would be upset. It's like Big Ben burn, burning down. I wouldn't care, but <laughs> I wouldn't care. We <laughs> 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 have to go build the pyramid. <laughs> that's true. You can expect that to be rebuilt within like. <laughs> three weeks that's back exactly it, it, it will be real bit. Richard Branson there man you think they're going to just watch Big Ben burn down mm, but every Brentford British Tower? billionaire Brentford is talking but, but their kids aren't there huh? what's, what's Brentford Tower yeah true, true their kids aren't there but hella, hella people died in there and, and then uh, that's not got nothing to do with rich people I know it's mad like I know it sounds mad to say but mm. like people, people always like try and do this thing where oh yeah is the life of a rich person more valuable than the life of a regular person? And no, the answer is no. But you got to put yourself in the shoes of a rich billionaire. Is the life of your family more valuable than multiple lives of some random family? Yes. And that is, that is true for anyone. You all, no matter whether you're poor, rich, middle class, whatever, you always put your family and what you care about before other things. No, I agree. And the other problem I have is like, even with the Grenfell situation, like, yeah, obviously it's sad. Yeah, obviously. And stuff, stuff like that. that and yeah, as I said, like, it'd be nice if more people from like upper class would actually like help out and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, for Why me, would they do? yeah, I, they don't have to. But for me, I'm not even comp- complaining about anything or stuff like that because I look at myself and like, I haven't contributed anything. That's to my thing. I haven't paid anything. That is my I thing. I haven't support the groups. So how could I go and attack someone else for doing what I'm doing? Yeah, it's very like, easy. It's very sense. easy for you to look at a billionaire and say, "You've got a billy. Why don't you give me a milli?" Well, mm. We could do. Any, you don't. You don't even need we to get money. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I have hella clothes. I don't use stuff like that. Help people. Bam! Literally yesterday, I was looking for something in the garage, and I seen like a, I was just going through it, like nostalgia. All my old clothes, old shoes. Yeah. These, these shoes have been in that garage for four or five years. Exactly. Like, got You're never going to use them. I could have given them away. Some African, that's not bad. Some African kid, if he knew about that, or Asian kid, or Asian kid, or South American, or European kid, yeah, all lives matter out here. You get me? (laughs) Anyway, someone who's for whatever reason less well off than me might look at me and like, how have you got a big bag of clothes, a big bag of shoes that you ain't worn in four years and you ain't giving it out? But to me, I've got my reasons why I haven't got round to it. I don't know. I don't know why I haven't given yeah. them out. I should give them out. I know I should give them out. I haven't got a, a proper reason to say why I haven't given them out, but I haven't. They've been in that garage for four years. Keeping them for the kids, man. But yeah. then, hang on. If my brother then needs clothes, yeah. for whatever reason, he's, obviously he's got his own clothes, but if whatever happens, my brother now needs clothes, mm. I'll be very quick to go get that bag. That bag that I ain't touched in four years, the second my brother needs clothes, I can go there. Why? Because I actually care. And that... I think anyone is lying if they say they don't think like that as well. But obviously, you've got all these worries that will say, "Yeah, man, I'm doing things. Why have you given?" It's, it's true. That's what. That's why, like, I've actually just stopped like having to go at people and stuff. Like that. If I'm <clears> not throat> doing anything for myself, then exactly. I can't do that. But everything comes down to just like relatability. Like, obviously, if it, if something happened in my area, something burned down, I'm more likely to do something there because I can feel the emotion and feel like that. 
Whereas Grenfell, I don't have anything to do with that community at all. Yeah. Yeah, obviously it's, it's a very sad situation. Lots of people died. But at the end of the day, my connection isn't as personal as it would be if it was in my area. So people shouldn't really expect others to just go and pay and support or whatever. Like do whatever with your money. But morally, we all should be like actually doing stuff. And that's something that I'm trying to, trying to get stuck into. Yeah. Yeah. Like in an ideal world, we'd all help, help each other out. Like how, um, Acorn is. Uh, that guy, I think he's operating in like oh, yeah. 14 different African countries mm-hmm. to help provide um, lighting. So he's got all solar panels on there. Oh, like yeah, like he's, he's making moves. So, and I think he managed to raise like a billion or something doing that. No and, like, that's way more than his net value, isn't it? Yeah. Like his net worth. So, obviously, if you've got like a little following or you've got some money behind you, there's a lot that people can do in it to help. But it's literally like we just said, it's all a matter of your perspective, your morals, your um views and that sort of thing, like what you really feel about, like what you really feel passionate about. Because like there's better rich people in the world, but helping people, uh, nah, I'd like to get a return on my investment. If I give this home to Sky, I'll try to weigh it up. I'll give him twenty thousand pounds. What's he oh. gonna do for me? He's gonna probably gonna splash it on, I don't know. Some new, some new clothes, some drugs, maybe some, maybe a bit of, of Mac, Mac and then that's it. He's back at the railway station. So <laughs> uh, a lot of people obviously look at it, look at it like that. That's the thing. That's a, people look like that and people think like that. Cause yeah. I remember when I was in, um, I was in year three and then we've gone on the school ship to central London. And before we've gone there, the, so the teacher's gone, okay, we're going to central London. Obviously we're, we're coming from Kent, innit? You know that middle class kids going into central London. <laughs> It's like, you might see some homeless people on the road. <laughs> so like as a tourist attraction, <laughs> oh. so if you look over there, children, you'll see. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> sky, bro. So he's, he's warned us beforehand, like, cool, we're going to be in single line, all that, da, da, da. Yeah. When you see a homeless person, don't give them money. Someone's asked why, and he was like, because they're not going to spend it on the right things. They're just going to back on by alcohol and drugs. That's so poor, you know, that whole... And that, um, that was that... That was at a primary school. This yeah. is what you're telling year three kids. Yeah, it's still going I said middle, yeah, middle, middle class. We weren't middle class. It was a state school. It wasn't a private school. This was a state funded mm. school. This was a normal school. And you're telling, so you're telling normal kids. And that's how people grow up. You know how people now that you ask them, oh yeah, why won't you give a homeless person money? Oh, I, I don't know what they're going to do with yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to spend it on drugs. They're going to spend it on alcohol. Spend it on drugs. So yeah. everyone thinks like this. Yeah. But it's so easy for you to throw a stone at a billionaire because you think, oh, he's got more than me. He should be mm. doing more than me. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand why why there's that whole expectancy, you know. Like mm. if they've worked hard to become a millionaire, they haven't become a millionaire by, you know, just giving out hella peas. That's not how it mm. works. This it's all everything's all calculated, everything's all, you know, there's a strategy behind it all. That's not to say that you can't be a millionaire and help out. There are people that No, if you want to do this, if you want to do that's calm. Exactly. Everyone's doing his thing. Exactly. And he's not even a billionaire. There we go. And like you can help out without even being a millionaire, like just helping the homeless on his, on the on the like local roads, whatever. You could just us. just generally chat to people, yeah. like <laughs> chat to younger people, like get get them to engage with you. Yeah, like yeah. so much more than just actually having to give money out. It's true. Like, instead of if you don't feel comfortable giving that person money, because fair enough, like when you're speaking to them, you might smell the beer on their, you know, their breath, whatever. You could just go Tesco, get a meal deal, give them that, or just a sandwich, whatever. That's like, that's other ways to do it. Exactly, there's other ways to do it. So. Uh, cool, I'll call out and I'll get you guys on this one. Uh, I was watching... <laughs> so wait, what do you mean? 
I was watching a movie yesterday, Green Book. Basically, it's about this. Oh, yeah, set in the 1960s. This like mad, like classical <coughs> so black, black guy. But he was raised up in the North in a time where the North was like quote unquote progressive. They didn't have the segregation laws. But then he was doing like a, a concert tour down in the South. So he's got a driver with him. And as they're driving through the South, through like Alabama, Mississippi, whatever, there's a flat tire. So the driver, who's white, it's an Italian guy, he's come out, he's fixing the flat tire, whatever. Obviously, this black pianist is now just chilling by the car. And then he's looks across, turned around and looks across and there's a field and there's just a bunch of black people. That, I don't think they were picking cotton per se, but they were just doing some sort of like labour work. Because mm. obviously, down in the South, it was still like that for those people. They weren't slaves, mm. but they weren't rich either. They were still working these manual jobs. And he's just looking at them and then they start one by one started to notice him. And obviously, they're thinking, this is mad. You've got a black brother in some sharp tuxedo and an Italian guy running around fixing his car for him. And at that point, I was thinking, give them the keys, fam. Like, tell them what you do. I play piano, I've done this, I've done that. This is how I'm in this position. But he was just looking at them. And and then Ty's got fixed now and he's driven off. And at the time, I was thinking, fam, that's bad. Like, that's bad. Like, there was kids in that field. Tell them, big man, if you ever get the chance to get a piano, if you ever get the chance to play music or something because the thing is the way I saw it was that in those times those black people might have not even thought it was possible for a black person to like we know now yeah 2019 that a black man can be successful we know that and plus but, like with all the access to the <clears throat> internet all that type of stuff exactly. you can see whereas if you're in one particular place exactly all you know is picking cotton or whatever you're doing and exactly. you can't see anything so they like, they think it's impossible for a black man to do that so I'm saying bro Give them the keys. Tell them. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Continue. Continue. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no, go on. Give them the keys. Yeah, go on. So, tell them what to do. Like, yeah. give, them, give them something. So how do you feel about that? Like, as a black person, yeah. if you get on, yeah. then give them back to the next generation. Yeah, that's that's, that's what we want to do. Exactly. That's not even like um something I need to think about. But that's not contradictory to what you just said, though. What do you mean? You, we were just talking about now with billionaires how they yeah. haven't got to give money they haven't got to give charity yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't have to yeah, I, they don't I have want to, to. Yeah. I, don't ex- right, I yeah. don't expect anyone, I don't expect someone like Drake or something like that to give back to the community and stuff like that but if I get to a level where he's at that's what I want to be doing yeah. especially like I don't know if you guys listen to or followed Nipsey Hustle that much but oh, yeah. even just seeing all the stuff he did and he's he's someone who's not exactly big he wasn't massive in the rap game probably wasn't he was rich, but he probably wasn't stinking rich like what Taylor Swift saw those, those yeah. lights. And he was still doing madnesses in his community. Yeah. So it's something that I look at and thinking, I definitely want to get onto that level where I can help people. It may not be to as big of an extent, but you know, just helping people out, man. That's that's my purpose in life. At the end of the day, like because we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die anyway. I'm not gonna carry the money with me. Obviously, it'd be nice to leave. It'd be nice. Oh, no, 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 no! This guy is always talking about flipping cheese. His purpose in life is cheese. What? Every second, this guy makes up. The funny thing is, I was actually having a conversation about someone, and she was like, "Oh yeah, you eat cheeks, right?" I was like, "Why do people think that? Like, it's it's just Timothy. It's because it's the truth. But that's not true. You are not on that. That's not true. Wait, what does that even mean? What does it mean to eat cheeks? What does that mean? I wouldn't know, man. No, like literally. 
Is eating pussy and eating cheeks the same thing? No. Also, eating cheeks has to be like brie. Why are you acting That's like why this? That's why it's cool. <laughs> why are you acting like this? I'm shocked. I like this guy. He's moving like he wasn't doing that yesterday. Like, like, <laughs> I like, can only do that yesterday. I was like, I'm going to do I told you I went to the cinema with my family for them. Okay. <laughs> you went to the cinema for the whole day, Abby? I was on the train day. beforehand. Look at, look at these sketches. They're nervous. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. That's why he's in such a good mood today. Huh? Yeah, I'm always in a good mood. I'm always in a good mood. You're always late, though. There's a reason why. Yeah, I'm always late. I'm always late. Yeah, we don't worry, man. It's calm, bro. Right, let's get back to it. Yeah, like, go for the finish. Yeah, go on, go on. It was just like more, we're not going to take our money to the grave and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I just want to leave. I want to leave a legacy for my family and my children, but also just for, for other people to, to use and inspire, whatever. Yeah, it's a good mindset to have because it's the same thing with me. Like, I don't really see um, a necessity or like, I don't find it necessary to just have millions upon millions in my account. Obviously, it's nice to look at. Like, you know, as I said, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, But obviously, that's that's nice to have in it. But you don't even need to have millions to do like to help people, and that's really what I want to do. I just want to help people. That's the thing. So, what have you man done since? That's the thing, like, do you want, you want me to list it out? Because it's not a thing Just of... give one, because I'll be real, I've not done one bit of charity other than, like, I don't know, maybe give a homeless brother 20p or 50p on the road. Yeah, that, I've not done thing. one proper, like, action where I've gone out and I've given clothes to a homeless person, mm-hmm. or I've gone out and I've uh, raised money for so-and-so, breast cancer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I've not done any of that. Even, but, like, at school? Even at school. But that's the thing, it's not something that you have other to do. Other than poppy appeal, because... That's another thing. <laughs> Poppy Appeal is the only charity that is that is mandatory. Like of all of all charities, breast cancer ain't mandatory. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? When during that November month, where on TV, if you're a public figure, no matter what, you've got to be wearing a poppy. What? It can't get close to the microphone. You've got to be wearing a poppy. Yeah, can't hear you before. I swear, I hope I've been. I've been talking <laughs> I like been talking the whole time, you know. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Poppy appeal is the only thing that's mandatory. On TV, everyone's got to wear it. In football games, they'd even edit it, like, onto the, what's it called? Onto the game oh, jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, of all charities, is this the one that has to be mandatory? What's Poppy appeal for? What's that one? Is that the, I think the war veterans? Yeah, so I think the money goes to, like, war charities and oh, stuff. Okay. Like, veteran charities. Yeah. But, breast cancer. When is breast cancer month? You ain't got to wear nothing. Yeah. When is, um, mental health awareness month? You ain't got to wear nothing. Mm. So why is it Poppy appeal? They just love. They love taking pride in their country. You know, yeah, that that's the thing. Yeah, I've noticed that there's certain there's certain things that are more. There's more important importance placed on certain things that seem arbitrary, but when you think about it, it's because most of all these other things are things that don't affect rich people. Yeah, I heard that. That's, that's 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 the bottom line of it. That's the bottom line. Like even um, you know what? I might get corn for this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I like that. You see this whole racism thing, yeah, and like um, like social justice or whatever for like black people, Black Lives Matter, all this sort of thing, mm-hmm. and then you're also looking at the feminist movement as well, how fem- how females are trying to get like female empowerment. Obviously, back in the day, twentieth century, they had the uh, suffragette movement to try and get to be able to vote. These movements have been going on for time. They've been slow. How long has it been for black people to get where we're at? Or even as we're at, we're not right there. How long have women been fighting to get to where they're at? Even where they're at, they're not there yet. Mm. 
But then this, this gating has come along. And like that, like that, like that. How long did, how long did it take for them to get their, um, right, to the get marriage? Yeah. As soon as they started making noise, they, they got it. LGBTQ. Anytime they say something coming up, they get it. The reason why that I think that it happens is because a rich white man can never be black. A rich white man can never be a female, but a rich white man can be gay. Really, nigga? He's hit the nail on the head there, still. I said it. Attack me. (laughs) That's what I. That's what I genuinely think it is. Wait, wait. The people in the higher the people in the higher ups, they're pushing the agenda for this LGBT. I say agenda. I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing, Mm. but I just say the LGBTQ rights movement is being pushed, and it's being so successful in its push because the people supporting it see themselves in that movement. Some of them might be gay or they're aware of the fact that they can be gay, can be gay. Whereas they'll never be black, they'll never be a female, they'll never be disabled, they'll never be what else? Any other any other minority that is struggling, they look at it like, I can't be that. Yeah, that doesn't affect me. When you broke it down first, that was a bit but I agree. Like I feel we I think the best thing is to just try and not be like the oppression Olympics that type of thing. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm not saying you do it, but like yeah, kind of need to like well. kind of need to stay away from going like, oh, this yeah. is better than this, blah blah blah, because like, yeah, like there, there are obviously like real issues going on. But I agree, like ultimately, the the richest people in the society are are white. Mm. No, I don't want Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you really want something to change, they have they have a large influence and money is power. Money, PMO. Come on, <laughs> is that you're able to build upon something big with your influence on money? Yeah, it's mad. It's so mad. Going back to like the old point, just before we came onto this about like helping people, for example, you said that other than like maybe giving someone twenty p here and there. Mm. That makes a difference though. For that person, you don't know what their plans are with you. Because they could be saving up for something bigger. It might not be, you know, the next meal that they're going to get. Mm. It could be trying to work towards something more with it. Because people always have that. Well, not all people, but many people do have that preconception that, okay, this guy's homeless because he's a failure at life or whatever. He hasn't been able to budget correctly. He hasn't been able to do this, that, and the other. Yeah. Well, it could literally just be a think of circumstance that, same way some people are just born with one leg. Some people are just like, the way that life goes for them, they end mm. up being homeless without it being necessarily a choice. Yeah, I was talking about this to my mum actually, because when he was on the way to our cinema, we was going through Elton, not Elton, yeah, Grove Park. And anyone who's been to Grove Park Station knows that there's always nitties there. Like, so a bunch of them was like shirtless, shouting, you know the way nitties are there? Nitties were just knitting. <laughs> <laughs> The nitties were just nittying and her mum's in the car and she's like, pray. <laughs> nah, she wasn't praying, she wasn't praying. She was just, she was just judging, she was just looking at them like, and someone gave birth to you. When she said, when she said Yoruba, when they gave birth to you, they celebrated. I look at you now. I think, I think this, this is definitely a problem with like older generation. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. I think. <laughs> they just lack a bit of understanding. That. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to like sympathy rude. Yeah, yeah sympathy is not there. It's not there for outsiders. And I, I can I can understand like when 
when you're brought up in a particular environment and your mindset is that, like, it's hard to just change it after how many years. Mm. But I think it, there's a big onus of us to kind of, like, call them out and stuff like that. Yeah, but you know another thing? You've got to look at, again, coming back to that movie, there was a scene in the movie where the the black pianist, he's doing his concert, whatever, obviously the driver's waiting outside. And then when he's done with his concert, the driver, he started playing that, like some betting dice kind of game mm. with all the other black drivers outside. Yeah. And this black pianist is getting onto him. And he's like, fam, why are you getting onto me? You got all these other lot here as well. Like, you're not getting onto them. And he looks at him and he's like, yeah, but they didn't have a choice. You do. So he's looking at him like, they're black. That's their situation. They can't, they're in that situation. It's so hard for them to rise above that whole betting thing, like over small card games. Fam, how are you white and still joining down there? So I think that's how our parents look at things. Because they think, fam, you know where we're coming from? Yeah. Coming from Nigeria to this country, we had yeah. nothing. Yeah, and they've worked their way up. And they've worked their way up. Taking themselves to uni. Taking themselves mad heights. Yeah. Big house. How many of our cars? Mm. How many cars do our parents own? But when they came, they had nothing. Yeah. So I think they, they look at, they sort of resent. When they see like a white nitty, for instance, they're like, how are you white? Born in this country. Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. When we say knees, yeah, are you talking, are you talking about crackheads and that? Like, yeah. not, not necessarily just homeless people. Oh no, these were knees. Okay, these, cool. these were knees. Like, okay. they weren't just homeless people. These were knees. Like, yeah. crackheads. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So, I think they look at it like, how are you white? You've been born in this country. You didn't have to learn the English. You didn't have to drop no accent. You don't deal with racism every day. You have free education and you're here. Whereas I've come with nothing. And I've had to work so hard. They sort of see like, like a waste, you know what I mean? Like if you've worked hard to do something and then someone gets given it for free and then throws it away, you know what sort would you be? Yeah, definitely. I hear that. I hear that. Like with people that have gone down that route of drugs, I understand why there can be that sort of bitterness that goes towards them because it's like, it's a thing of, you know, it can be perceived as you've literally put yourself in that situation. Mm. You've worked your way there to becoming, you know, someone that's just addicted to drugs or whatever. Yeah. Because there are also many people that have been uh, addicted to drugs and then they've come out of that life. There's people that, you know, they've gone to prison and been addicted to drugs and then come out of that life and managed to do something with their lives. Mm. So a lot of people that are in that position, it looks like maybe they, they're afraid to leave their comfort because a lot of people are just comfortable with where they are, whether that is getting that £10 a week so that they can get their quick fix or whatever instead of looking at the bigger picture. So, like, I get, I get what you said in terms of, like, I, I agree, like, you'll have some sort of resentment, like, oh, I've been through the bottom and I'm here now and this is the life you had, you could have had, like, a better part. But at the end of the day, we don't know their circumstances anyway. Mm. So, I can't, I literally can't judge on any one situation. You know how it is. Like, some, I, hear, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you. But then sometimes I do look at some certain people and I think, with the, the head start you've had in life, how am I catching up to you? And then sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, with the head starts I've had in life, how are other people catching up to me? And I'm like, fam, I need to, I need to step up the pace. Like, there are people who didn't have half of what I've had in the same relative situation I am. There are people who had double what I had. I'm catching up to them. It's like, how, how, you know what I mean? It's bad. I, I do sit there and I think, like, if you've been given so the parents say it all the time. So um, Mosh is given, Mosh is aesthetic. And I think that's very true. Yeah, I hear you. But it's literally about how you apply yourself, isn't it? It's all about what you're exposed to. Because those people that are that have started off with less, for example, they know that they're already hungry to reach for more. 
like a lot of them, a lot of people, they have that mindset like that, that, oh, yeah, I'm disadvantaged, whatever. Yeah. My, my mom is a cleaner, my dad is uh, unemployed, whatever, or my dad's not around. So that can be like that driving point. It's like a chip on the shoulder. Yeah, I, yeah. Do, I do think that, you know. And that just spurs people on. I do think they, that. They're not doing it sounds mad, but I do think that sometimes being poor makes you more likely to be successful. It sounds weird when I say it. It sounds so stupid, but I think to a, to a degree, being poor makes you more likely to be rich. Yeah, that's because true. you've got that drive to want something. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you're born rich, you might not have that drive. So then let's say something happens, maybe your parents die, and then that income stream then cuts off. You then don't know what to do with yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I think it's not just like drive as well, it's just in terms of like your life experience, what you see. So obviously if you're poor, you know exactly how it feels like if you if you don't push yourself, if you don't yeah. care, if you stay at that level. Whereas with a rich person, you're a million. So even if you're like, oh, I'm not trying to work that much. And then let's say the parents income falls, like you yourself don't know what that situation will look like. like. Oh, this, actually, this is bad, bad. And it, it probably, it's not even that bad. So that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, you, def- you definitely like, when, sh- surely if you're a lot poorer, you're, you're going to actually appreciate life a bit more. Mm. And realise, you, you always have that chip in your shoulder yeah. as well. And, and it, it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be if you're rich or poor or anything like that. Even like the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. Like if if you can see they have drive and ambition, they're trying to do something. They're trying to do something. They will inspire you tenfold. Because mm. even when I watch like like all these stories about like NFL players, and I know that there's definitely that media like like a propaganda thing where like there's especially they, I know that they do this a lot with sports stars in America. That they're very poor narrative and like, yeah, big because it, it it's it's that whole rhetoric of the American dream yeah, that okay. if you work hard, you get to where you want to be, which. If we look at it, it's not really that true. It's not so simple like that. But that's what they're trying to push, which is why they like a black single, um, a black little kid from Alabama with a single mom who's now a millionaire in the NFL because he works hard. That's not even America. Because the thing is... That's with, capitalism. With, with like the sports stuff, there was... Um, do you know Stephen A. Smith? No. Okay. Oh, I think... You've probably seen so, so many like memes. Yeah, I've seen that. many memes of him. That is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Okay, so he actually put it quite well. So recently, I think he got like maybe like a, let's say to five, ten million dollar a year. So yeah, he's a sports like analyst. reporter, yeah, analyst, whatever. And he will say the real American dream isn't the people like LeBron's and stuff like that who like they have mad ta- talent. I think about how many people in the world have that small percentage of talent. Mm. He will talk about himself in being kind of the everyday person where his level is very achievable for what he does. Whereas genetically, you have to be something mad to reach like a LeBron James level. Skill, yeah, skill and yeah, hard yeah. work just doesn't get you to that level. Yeah. You have to have the physical specimen. He's 6'8". Exactly. He can gain muscle LeBron, LeBron, from when he was born, even though he was born into poverty, he still had things that most people yeah. don't have. So with Stephen A. Smith, he's like a normal guy who. Well, was he, is he not? Was he not a basketballer? No, but he he was. I think he came from a poor background, but he like built himself up right. into the whole sports thing and became a broadcaster. And now he's probably one of the highest paid yeah. in the world. So that to me is more American dream. Whereas when I see sports players, it's like 
It's like you need skill and talent <laughs> at the end of the day. I mean, there's, there's obviously, obviously hard work. work. There's obviously, hard work. Obviously, obviously, you see, man, like Ben Affleck. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's hard work. There's people who definitely waste their talent. You know, your your yeah. winners and all them lot. But I, that's the thing. Even when they're pushing that narrative of I came from a single mother, I ain't there, and they had nothing. But with hard work and determination. I mean, the NFL. That's 6'8", genetics. Right? <laughs> you're 6 foot 5. You're, two, you're 300 pounds, but yet you still want a 40 and 4'3". <laughs> it's like, big man, I am... Fa- ben, how tall are you? <laughs> Mine went for me. Yeah, 5'4". <laughs> Look at those, like, you still have so many things that so many people don't have. So this American, this like, it's not even the American dream. Like I said, it's a capitalism dream. It was sort of called, oh yeah, if you work hard, it's not really, it doesn't really work like that. But, anyway. That's, that's, the, that's the thing. I think there's always a, an avenue that you can take, you know, no matter how, like, poor you are. If, especially if you're poor in this country, like, in the UK, there's yeah. a lot of things that you can do. Like, you, first off, you need to know what you're good at, and you need to know what your strengths are, because mm. there are many people that, you know, they don't, they dropped out of school in, like, what, year 10, year 11, or they finished their GCSEs and they didn't pursue education any further than that. But they knew what they were doing. Mm. They had a, they, they had a goal, yeah, they had that vision of where, you know, they wanted to be or at least what, like, they wanted in their life. So even though they may not have known what the next step was for in terms of a career, they they knew what they wanted. So then they, they went and got that regardless. So there's always more that you can do, isn't it? whether that's music, um, going into entertainment, if you're an actor or whatever, or go, becoming a singer, um, I don't know, like going into sports, there's always things you can do, you know, so... What do you man think about the idea? You know what people always say, like, oh yeah, like, even I was talking to my, to my mom about this, like, two or three weeks ago, and she was like, oh yeah, what, anytime you're putting money into something, it was actually this, we were talking about this, like, the fact that I'm spending money to calm down, spending money so that, put this truly yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, but as long as there's money coming out of it at the end. And I was like, hang on, mom, dude, there's no money coming out of this at the end. Like, the chances of me making money out of this are quite slim. And if they happen, we're talking years in the future. Like, even, even the free shot slot. One, they started at a much, much, much higher level than we're starting at. And even still, it's taking them three, like, yeah, nearly three years of hard graft mm. for them to start making money. And I don't even know if they're actually making money. I just assume that they are. Because <laughs> Keith's got a range. <laughs> so I just assume they're making money. I don't even know if they're making money. So it was like, how, what do you guys think about this whole idea of, oh yeah, if you're chasing talent, it's got to have money coming out at the end of it. No, no, that's that's a lie. I'd, I'd say, yeah, like, as long as you know that it's for a bigger cause, as long as you know that you're not doing it and then you're going to reach a, a wall or a hurdle and you're just going to give up there, as long as you, you keep pushing and you're confident in yourself and you know what you want, yeah. then you can be successful in a lot of different avenues. I want to say all. But there are some ventures you'll go on, and like, no matter how hard you work at it, you're just gonna fail. Well, I'll give an example. <laughs> <laughs> I have any examples. Um, I guess that like, obvious one would be, say, for example, like you're 30 years old now, and now you've discovered. I want to yeah, be a footballer. There we go. You're 35. Yeah, let's go with that. You're 35. I want to be a footballer. And you're like, you know what? I want to be a pro footballer. I'm going to play for Spurs. And like, you work hard every single day. You make all the right contacts, everything. And then... Man, it's not going to happen. You go, go <laughs> realistic. That's what I'm saying. So there are some things that will end up being a waste of time for you. But there's always things that you can learn on the way there, whether it's a waste of time or not. musicians are out there wasting their time in music? <sighs> 
Say names. <laughs> say names. Go on. How many models are out there wasting their time with Say names. Say names. I'm not saying any names. This guy's shook. I'm just thinking about how, how many people are out there. Even, like, think, think back to when you were younger, like, the amount of people who you, you, they were maybe kicking ball and it's like, you're good, but I'm not going to lie, you're wasting time with this ball team. Just come uni like the rest of us. <laughs> but do, do you think that's because there are not many people, like, actually telling them that? Yeah. Okay. That's what I think. I think that's a big part. I was listening to that um I Can song by Nas. You know the old school one? Yeah, I know. I can. That one. Is. And I was, li- I was thinking about that message. I know I can be what I want to be. Mm, if I work harder, yeah. I'll be where I want to be. Mm. How true is that? Like we're saying, it's, it's not always true. It's not always true. Obviously not and I don't like that message. Really? I don't like that. I don't, I'm not going to tell my child you can be whatever you want to okay, be. Do, do you know what? Because it's not true. He can't. To an extent, I agree. <laughs> I, I, there was a point like, um, you know how Diddy always on Twitter, he'll go like, oh yeah. Uh, you got the same 24 yeah, hours. Same 24 hours, that type <laughs> of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I think all that type of, type of stuff is just whack. very whack. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, we all have the 20, same 24 hours, but there's so many different circumstances that yeah. we go through. Yeah. Like we said, the different the obstacles. Six for eight genetics again. Right. You can't, you can't just simply go like, if you work hard, you gotta go to this. Like, obviously, if you work hard, it'll get you to, a certain place. Yeah. To a certain and one one thing is that if you don't work hard, you actually even that's not true. There are people who get very far without working hard. Yeah, true. so even that's not true. And and that's more to I feel like in those cases that's more to do with like their influence in terms of whether they have a lot of money. Yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But ultimately, if you work hard, you get to a certain place. But there. Mate, life, life is mad. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of obstacles. The, the correlation between working hard and success is definitely overstated. It is. It and is. I don't, I'm not going to tell my child, oh yeah, yeah, son, whatever you put your mind to, you can be. Because he can't. Be there are certain things that he won't be. If he comes out to be six foot three like me, he's not going to become a Formula One driver. You're too Whoa. big to fit in the car, big man. <laughs> and it's just not going to happen. So if you're there watching uh, Lewis Hamilton saying, I want to be like you, bro, drop it, find something yeah, else. Like, you've got to know what you're good at and go after what you're good at. Do you know what I mean? It's crushing bare people's dreams, am I? What? Yeah, people listening? It. Yeah. What is this now, man? Check your voice. You're the, whack at music, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing your music yeah. and I'm not, it's not, it's not sounding. Uh, and you've been chasing this thing for years now. <laughs> it's true. But back, back to what you're saying about, um, was it that your mom was saying, oh, where's the money? Yeah. Like, I think it was, it comes back to a conversation I have like, with them because they traveled from Nigeria to here and like the struggle they had and money wasn't easy for them. Yeah. They, the they want to see the fruits come quickly. Yeah. And now, to be fair, we're definitely probably in a more privileged position than slightly. our parents. Yeah, and I don't know how much, to be fair, but they definitely, well, my parents definitely, they sacrifice a lot and they could be a lot of opportunities. So obviously they want to see returns quick. Mm. But ultimately, doing something like a podcast, this is for ourselves as well. Yeah. And I think we can't limit it just to like, influence over money like if if like two people listen to our podcast and they're inspired by like one thing we say yeah. like we've helped them I like I just like talking exactly. isn't it? Like, <laughs> I want people to even if no one like, listens I'll come here <laughs> even if you might don't come I'll just talk <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I'm sitting on the bus and I'm just having a conversation in my head hey, oh, and I'm okay, just okay, thinking cool. about yeah. okay, cool. I thought, I thought you're like how many times I'm on the bus I'm just having a conversation with myself <laughs> <laughs> and, and then my mum drives past and someone said it British you're correct and you're talking to yourself literally that's what I'm saying 
I don't know how many people like spoken to you about the podcast, but the people messing me, they're like, oh, this is so funny. Like, it's make, making me laugh. Oh, I like the conversation. And even like, I'm not getting money out of this, but like, hearing those messages, like, yeah. I was it's like, nice. yo, yeah, people coming even like random people like from back in the day, I haven't spoken to a time. They're like, yeah, I just listened to your podcast. It was so good. I was like, yeah, that's what it is for me. People who I didn't think you would listen. Because yeah. you know when we're doing promo and stuff, there are people I have in my mind that I'm putting this promo out, you're going to see and you're going to listen to probably haven't listened. That's the funny thing. But if we speak, I'm in big trouble. I prefer not to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not. But then someone will hit me up who I've not spoken to you in months. I didn't even realise you were still following me on yeah. Insta or on Twitter. Bro, I listened to your podcast, man. Good. good content. I was like, fam, like, I don't want to be corny when I'm re- replying, yeah. so I'm just like, thanks, bro. bro but I'm like, 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 I'm in the library, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Like, oh, you me see, I'm coming. <laughs> but that's the thing, I don't think they'll, they'll fully understand that aspect to it as well. Yeah. I, I, do, do your, do your parents like understand podcasting in general? Like, nah, that's, I, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. So the concept of it as well. My dad still thinks it's radio. But I'm like, he's always like, I tune in. But ultimately, like, with us, I don't, I don't think the goal is to make money. It's just, whatever, nah. just talk, enjoy, like, and if that type of stuff happens, if we dedicate time, which we are doing right now, then, mm. like, you know, even, even that's a privilege. Because like we were saying, that like when our parents came to this country, they didn't have the time or money yeah. to come. How much did we pay for this this um this studio? And we've been thinking this is such cheap. It's tough, man. Two bags, two bags a minute. We've been saying that this is a cheap studio. What we're looking for is something a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our parents didn't have that money to come and. To so come out and yeah, talk in the room. Uh-huh. They didn't have the time. You're working four shifts yeah, plus graveyard. Yeah. And you want to come and be talking to two friends. But the fact that we can do this yeah. is even a blessing in itself. Yeah, it is. Like it's a mad blessing. The fact that I'm coming from York. My mom's not, <laughs> back in the day, my mom wasn't doing that. Unless there's money in York. My mom's not going there to go and talk. It's, it's mad. I think, I think like one thing that everyone needs to like keep in mind is that you can't really put like a a date and time or like an expiry date for success. Success yeah. comes when it comes. You yeah. can't really force it too much to come early. You can't really, you know, delay it to an extent. Obviously obviously there are some things that are in your hands that will like obviously F F you up. Like if you're on you've got your scholarship, you're on track to like a bright future and you're like, you know what? Barney, I was gonna go yeah, I'm gonna go rob someone. Yeah, <laughs> you get enough for it. Oh, have you guys seen the last chance you? No. Oh, okay, because that's, that's literally the storyline. Yeah. So basically, there's this guy, he's on an American football scholarship, and then he ends up going and doing like joint robbery, and he ends up going to prison. And I'm just watching silly. that. And I'm like, bro, yeah, how have you, what, do you know what's involved in an American, like, sports scholarship? Mm. They get their tuition, they get their accommodation, they get and jerseys, they get clothes. I was, I've, I've spent a lot of time just watching their tours of the video. They have barbershops inside their changing rooms. Bro, my, that's why when you see them, they always have a fresh trim. Okay. They have barbershops in their changing rooms. Imagine every time you go training and you get a trim after, how clean you'll be looking. What the hell? I'll be They got the spray on too, Spray on black hairline. Fam, I was looking at, I was watching these videos. There was one where each helmet is, um, they'll say each helmet is five bills. As in, so the training helmet, you get two training ones, two home ones. No, sorry, one training, two home, two away. So that's five helmets each. The training one is 500. The most expensive home one is a bag five. 
for each player. And then you want to throw that away because of a robbery. Because there was some weed deal that's gone wrong. Mm. And he was like, how are you wasting these opportunities? But then I think, how many opportunities have I wasted? It's true. Yeah, it's true. Honestly, like, you, it's, you do have to take into account these sort of things, but you can't dwell on them too much. Because what's done is done. It's in the past now, isn't it? Mm. So you got your next plan is. Yeah, you've got to keep looking forward. So, yeah, you effed up them. Okay, cool. What am I going to do now to, you know... Um, remediate that situation what am I going to do now that's going to take me to that next step because your life doesn't just end there once you make a mistake Mm. you're still living you're still breathing you can still do more if you're capable of doing more then do more so when it comes to the whole success thing you know is if you do this are you going to get money out of it if you do that are you going to you know meet these famous people and they're going to bring you in it's not always about that yeah because you can't you know, you, you can't see that far ahead to see, okay, yeah, on this day and at this time, that's where the success kicks in. Nah, you just got to keep going. And then when you reach there, you reach there, isn't it? Even like your, what you say about time size, you may die and it may happen after that the yeah. success level comes. Yeah. So. Are we so human? Pain is pain is only made money after they're dead. What am I supposed to do with it then? It's cheap. <laughs> Oh, when I was alive, I was broke. And now that I'm dead, you know, I want to sell my thing for a million pounds and give it to someone trust fund. You're going to be bluffing. Run me my peas, big man. But so even with, even with ideas and stuff like that, it's just, if, if you fully believe in it, sometimes, sometimes you just got to make it work. Yeah. Despite people going like, oh, but the money's not coming now. Like, what, what is really the point? If you fully believe, if you research and you know there's a way that this could potentially Impact things within society, or whatever. Then go for it, man. You know what? Even if even if it, you don't, even if listening to it, like this isn't making money. If you want to do something, enjoy it. So far as you can, and just as long as, long as you recognize that privilege, yeah. that the fact that you can do something that by all in, by all measures you're wasting your time. Yeah. The fact that you can do that, that's a blessing. So just yeah. acknowledge that. And also make sure it's not like detrimental. To like oh, yeah, yourself yeah. And yeah. because like there are people who do music who are trash at music mm. and then they're, they're like okay actually I'm going to quit the 9 to 5 let's start music <laughs> the money not coming but you got you got a, a you got daughter you yeah. got all that type of stuff you got bills to pay yeah. stuff like that spending all the red money on studio <laughs> so yeah, just be smart trash music I hear you like, how, how long can you chase your dream for <laughs> it's true it is true like. I think as long, like you said as long as you're not affecting someone else like, if you're suffering, cool, you're suffering for yourself. But when you start That's bringing other family. people involved with that, which is why you've got to do, you, whatever people listening as well, whatever thing you want to do that might be a bit vocational, do it now before you've got a family, before <laughs> yeah. you've got your girl. Before you have real asking, responsibilities. Yeah, before you've got real responsibility, yeah. before you get your girl, before you get her pregnant, before you now got kids. Because mm. you can't then start saying, oh yeah, family, we're going to downsize the house because I, I want to go and chase one gym. You can't do that. Mm. You can't do that. Do it now. It's true. You, you always got to live within your means. Always. You've got to, you know, know what you're doing. You can't just be frivolous with your life because you do literally live, live it once. Innit? So while there is that onus on, you know, exploring and whatever, you do have to make sure it's to an extent. You don't just go reckless with it because, oh, yeah, well, I'm 18. I'm going to do whatever now. No. Mm. Have foresight and actually manage, manage what you're doing properly. Exactly. Look at the progression you made and do all that type of stuff, man. Exactly. Even for me, like, I, this year I started doing, like, weekly targets and stuff like that. So I can actually look like, oh, sorry. and see, like, whatever I'm doing, like, whether I'm actually progressing or there's room for development, stuff like that. That is literally just helping so much. 
So I'd advise to anyone out there who wants, who wants to like continue to de- develop, actually write it down and like actually see yourself so like you can actually hold yourself a bit accountable to it. Mm. Yeah, you can't be afraid of um, failure, for example, because you learn a lot more from your failures than you do your successes, I'd say. Because with a success, you know, yeah, that works, cool. But when you try something brand new and it, and it fails, then you can really look at, okay, cool, I went wrong here, 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 and here, you know? I'm thinking of, about when, when I was moving to girls and stuff like that. Yeah! Just from here, it does not work. Oh! <laughs> you have to analyze your situation. <laughs> You're inside new pumps, uh-huh. and you're just sat there thinking, at what point did this go well for me? <laughs> what did I do that made her on it? At what, what was it about me that she likes? Well, we're not going to say anything. You, <laughs> you sit there assessing it. You sit there assessing it. Oh, it was I'm when I said that. It was when I made that move, or it was when I thought, ah, oh, you start sitting there thinking. That's when I put the bomb in the box. Yeah, sorry for cutting you off. The thing is, yeah, the thing is, I can't leave two feet out there, like, just there, innit? I, I get what you're saying. Do, do, do you get it, Fulham? Like, you do, said, you just said it yourself, you don't want to start this conversation. Nah, I've never yeah, done well, a scenario where it's gone one, well, you're like, nah, You took it to a double level, I'm just talking about if, <laughs> if I'm moving to a girl, right, and, and then she gives me an L or whatever. You think, it, what did I say? Yeah, sometimes you think about, oh, what, what did I do? Was it my approach? Stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm clapped. <laughs> it could be like, <laughs> yeah. But, but sometimes. Oh, and when you get that W as well, you think, what, what, at what point did yeah, it go wrong? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you do sort of analyze the whole thing, like, right, like, as, you know, you getting, you know, a graduate job, for example, or 
starting your own business, whatever that sort of success is, yeah. Or new pumps. Okay, or that, yeah. This like, guy's real horny today, <laughs> I don't know why. Yes, it's <laughs> I just yeah. come off the back of like two weeks of assessments, like. Oh no wonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, this guy's really trying to make me forget what I'm saying. But yeah, talking about pumps. no, no man. Well, <laughs> no. yeah. So when it when it comes to that that whole thing of chasing your dream, for example, nah, not pumps. Just chasing a, a business dream or like a, a work dream, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a lot to learn from failures, isn't it? Because. When, for example, there's, there's this guy, I can't remember his name. I think he started like 27 businesses and they all failed. Well, honestly, seven. 27, but, 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 27 but, ideas. He's probably said that. Because I feel like um, someone said that. I think it was the owner of Nike. Mm. <laughs> oh, I swear. I takes it and he runs away with it, bro. <laughs> But yeah, so he started like 27 businesses, they failed. 28th one now, he's banged it, he's become a millionaire. So obviously, each time he's failed, he's been like, okay, cool, this went wrong. Okay, I'm going to incorporate this, tweak it this way, and then we're going to go over it from there. And then, okay, that one failed. Obviously, that's that's very far-fetched because it's not it's not going to be that, okay, yeah, when I link the 27th girl, everything's going to go well. Or like, on my 27th business proposal... It's gonna, it's gonna be mad. I'm gonna you know get dragons. Then it's kind of like, um, like that I don't know if he listens to this or not. I hope he does. But you remember what Hash said in his um speech at graduation, like oh, when he was talking about his job, his job applications that he sent so many off, and each oh, time he'd like look at it, like, <coughs> where did I go wrong? And then it was on. I can't remember what number he said, but it was on the nth number that he didn't got the Facebook one, hmm. and then it's like, oh, so you've learned all these lessons, and then you got all those L's. A lot of those companies would probably be worse than Facebook. That's but true. you've got an L from a, from a company to get something that's better. And he's taught him a lesson that's something better. And it's just mad how life can be like yeah, that. Man. That's what I'm life, saying. Life is crazy. That's, that's what I'm saying. You, you can't let these setbacks take you back. You have to keep moving forward. Because even though you might think, okay, cool, I've applied for Google, I've applied for YouTube, whatever. And, you know, you're going to work as a business analyst or whatever. Something like, you know, it's something that you really want to do. And you don't get it. There's a reason for that because it could literally be there's something else better in store waiting for you. Mm. So it's all about you just keeping for keeping moving forward in it and then yeah. being able to have that mental fortitude and resilience to actually then get to that final destination, which mm. is your success, isn't it? And sometimes you just shit to you, but <laughs> Wait, let me let me ask you a question. It's true. A failure could literally just be a failure. Like, Sometimes you just shit. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you, just you got to accept that. I can't lie. It literally could just be that. You know. <laughs> you just don't know that. <laughs> it's very true. That was like, Sometimes was, you just shit. Wait, it was it was Phil Knight, right? Was it? Phil? That's the guy from Nike, right? Oh, I thought Nike's name was Nike. Wow. It's like the old the old man. His his story is pretty sick though. As in the founder. Oh, maybe it's someone else. All right. But um, obviously you mentioned, what, 27 times. Yeah, yeah. For you, is there like, is there a p- particular like moment where you're like, okay, maybe I should stop, like, this is for me? What we said before, when it, when it, I think when it starts to affect other people around you. Okay. That's what I think. That's like, it might be before then where you give up, but by that point, once you start affecting the people around you and people who depend on you, then it's like, but even then, you know, I see you gone too far. There are stories where you hear of someone who, like, th- the whole family was suffering. Oh, true, true, true. And, and then they lost. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. even then, you're like, it's, it's, it's tough, man. 
Yeah. But he's sitting there and things like, that's mad ir- irresponsible for you. Because yeah, now in hindsight, you can sit back with a million dollars mm. and say it, it worked. If but it what wrong, if it didn't? Exactly. How long would you put your family through that? Yeah. Because one, like one small difference in life that you make from the steps that could change your whole but destiny. Yeah, literally. Whole destiny. So I, I wouldn't really advise something like that. I can't lie. But I don't know. Even for me, like personally, like I just change. want to trust God. That's, that's something I do as well. Trust God. I know it's quite, I know it's quite easy to say stuff like that, but sometimes like if, if there's, if you believe in something, like even if you're Muslim or whatever, and you have faith in that, then sometimes you just got to stick with it. No corner ID. What? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even like the hash situation, that, that's even happened to me before where they were just like, Certain things and certain things in life just aligned like mad. Even even with York, right? So York was my clearing option. It was, but it was better than my second option, which was Manchester. Oh, okay. Manchester, and I didn't get into Manchester, so it was just like yeah, it all kind of worked out. And then now mm. I'm on this path. Like I met so many different people. You know, but then the funny thing is, is you're saying that now because you never met the people you met. But that's, but, that, but, that, but that's the, but that's the point. <laughs> opportunity but I, but opportunity I, the I don't. Never know. Yeah, you 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 never know. But I, I know people in Manchester, and I know some of the the lifestyles they were living. And I'm thinking, if I was with them, like <laughs> throughout, yeah, like my life. Could be is, I think the same because if if I went to Exeter, people think I'm white now. Imagine if I went to Exeter. Man, you'll be on that hundred racks already, bro. No, I'll be in that group chat with those Lord Dons. <laughs> <laughs> people think you, I'm white now. I could have gone to Exeter. Just, like, like, do you know what? I don't buy white people who call, call me the N word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't relax my hair by now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm one of them Dons that my parents are Nigerian, but I'm English. <laughs> <laughs> that one there is actually mad actual like, my, my, my middle name's Ayn Kinley but you can call me Ayo <laughs> that one there is mad you can actually talk to some people and you're like oh so where are you from and they'll literally just my parents are English like, I'm, I'm from England I'm like okay cool but I can see you're black so like I had this all of them people on the American football team when you look at him this guy he's brown you can tell he's brown he's not like light brown he is brown yeah does that? Where you? Because I didn't know. I didn't know where India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Mm. Where are you from? England. No, but where where are you from? From <laughs> England. Where are your parents from? England. Where are your grandparents from? Oh, they're from India. <laughs> Wait, but why? Why were his parents? Anyway, <laughs> no, because you know, no, you know Indians. They came before us, innit? Yeah, okay. So it was his, so it was his parents, grandparents that came, okay, and so his, his parents, parents was born here, yeah. and he was born here. Yeah. So he's just. Claiming England, but I can understand. I, actually, I, I said the same thing. Where did that come from? And I put it to Where did that come from? Mm. It was like, oh, my grandparents are Indian. Oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> that's just. The, oh, I, just I, I know what you're going to say. So say what you're going to say, because I know what you're going to say. No, the thing is, like, for them, he may. If, if his parents were from England, lived there, and maybe, let's say, I don't know the guy, but let's say, like, he. The family would just felt quite English. There wasn't if, culture. If you meet him and you meet him with a mask on, you'll never know he's not he's Indian. You'll never know he's he's not white. As in if you met him with a mask on, yeah. like just talking to him, his personality, the way he talks, everything, he's white. That's the thing though. He's okay, English. so so maybe it's just like the environment he was yeah. he was 
he was in. And like when he was saying this, like to be fair, I can hear what you're saying. Like he hasn't been to India since he was three. Exactly. He doesn't remember it. He doesn't speak a word of Maybe Punjabi. Indian food, like I don't think he does really. Then, exactly. I just think that's the thing that's calm. You, you can do all of that, and yeah, fair enough. You you know, if you're born here, you're English, but you surely at some point in your head you must realize, oh yeah, I don't look the same as everyone else. Maybe yeah. I'm not. At what point do you do you forget what you look like? Exactly. I agree with that, but if let's say your parents are pushing that, do you would would you have felt like the need to go and explore? Me as an individual, I would, you would. because I'm, I'm it's so like, obvious. Like, yeah, yeah like, no matter what, I'm I'm, I'm quite dumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, does he live in London? Um, he lives like outside, like Surrey. Like I don't know where he lives actually, but he lives in a rich area. Like he's a rich boy, and he lives in a well-to-do area outside of London, in that like, maybe like Surrey Belt or somewhere. That's the thing as well, like, when you're so disconnected from, like, some of these stuff, you're, you're going to live in your own bubble, like, you won't actually, you're, you're from a, a position of privilege, so let's say you don't actually experience racism much and stuff like that, mm. you're actually just going to think you're one of them, whereas then once you step into, like, a, <laughs> let's say, Hackney or somewhere like that, and multicultural area. Yeah, like, I completely understand it. It's a weird one when you think, like, when you've been here for so long, uh, but that's the thing As English as any of us may be yeah, Including your uh, the guy you're talking about right? If he is to go to EDL Or BNP and be like You know what I want to join you yeah, man, that's yeah. the thing. I'm one of you lot that's the thing. You think he's getting in? Yeah that's the thing Not You think all. he's getting there back in? <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing You can shout English Until <laughs> your, your throat starts bleeding They don't care <laughs> Even with Jay-Z Like where he's at Still nigger Like yeah, that's, It doesn't exactly. matter how big you are Even with LeBron Like when he first came to LA Someone spray painted the one nigger on his like um on his gate. Like, Fam, it, it doesn't matter. I keep talking about this movie because I just watched it. it. But as he's playing, obviously he's in these like big concert houses, whatever, whatever. So he's 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 played. He's had a break. He's like, I want to go use the toilet. They showed him outside to go use the slave toilet outside because he's in the south. So it's not slaves, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. They're like black people's toilet. Yeah, they yeah, still yeah, had segregation. Yeah, he's like, big man, that's your toilet. And then he's like, fam. Yeah, I've just played in this hall. This entire event is because of me. When my car came, you gave me the honoured guest spot. <laughs> this whole thing is because of me, but I've got to go outside to the toilet. They were like, they looked at each other. Either that or you go back to your motel. So big man, he drove half an hour back to his motel, done his thing, half an hour back, came to perform, and they gave him a standing ovation. Not even, even, so it's mad. It's mad. Even like Jay Z said, international piano cl- classical pianist still nigger. In the Fam. US as well, um, so a basketball player like he, I think he came out of a club or something like that, and then the police, uh, like it was like a, they thought he was someone else, some false identity or whatever, and then they like tackled <clears> him <throat> to the ground, like broke his leg. And no this, is, this is this is a basketball player as well. That, you get it. that police department is in trouble. <laughs> it's like they, they don't care who you are. Like ultimately, they just see the color of your skin or whatever. Mm. Doesn't matter if you're a billionaire, whatnot. That's my thing. For me, that's kind of like it's kind of like scary because like it's so scary. Because like we were saying before, oh yeah, I know I can be what I want to be. Yeah. If I work hard at it, I'll be where I want to be. Cool, but child. We're always going to still be black, so you can go and make a billion and a trillion dollars. If you're not wearing, if you don't bring your credit card with you, you're just another nigger now. And there's that's the one thing you will never not be. You can be whatever you want to be, child, but you will never ever be white. 
And that's mad. No, I'm saying, as in, that's what I want to say to my child. Yeah, yeah it's very You true. can be yeah. what you, maybe you can be whatever you want to be. Maybe you can be the first six foot ten Ferrari driver. Maybe you can be the first four foot eleven basketball player. Maybe somehow, but you will never ever be white. You will always be a nigga. And you know what really bothers me? The people are like, oh, I'm going to teach my kids not to see color. Shut up, man. Shut up, man. Oh, brother. <laughs> Shut up, man. Sick. Hey, guys. This, this, I want to come with you, like, like leading off from what, what Fola said. But just before we get there, it's, it's important to remember that it's not all doom and gloom. Like, remembering yeah. your background, of course, is very good and your heritage. It's always good to have that in mind. And it can help um, consol- consolidate you as a person and focus your goals and your drive. So it's always a good thing to have in mind. But like I remember I read one story of um this American lady, this black American lady, right? She's pulled over by the police mm. and they've gone and asked for her details. Oh, you know about this one? Yeah, they've gone and asked for her details, right? And she's they're like, Who are you? She's like, I'm the state um attorney. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> 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 I think that was a video. I think it was a video. Yeah, I saw that. So you start thinking about the line at job centre. <laughs> <laughs> so you start thinking about your kids at home. Exactly. Childcare costs, bills, you ain't paid the bills, man, because you lost your job to the attorney general. Exactly. So that's what I wanted to say. Like, there are, you know, opportunities that we can take uh, just as people individually, whether that's through education or through other means where you can be in a, in a place where where um, your colour cannot be used against you as a weapon as such. Mm. So even though, yes, of course, you are black or you are Asian, whatever your minority is, whatever, if you are actually, you know, you've worked your, you've worked hard enough to get to a high level like that, there isn't as much that people can do to you. So it's, you always have to remember that as well. And it's not just doom and gloom. Oh, yeah, I'm black. That's it. It's yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it like that, but... I'm I know, just, but I'm just saying yeah. that. It's, no, it's good to have that perspective yeah. as well. Because, mm-hmm. like, you, you, we've got to be realistic as well. Like, obviously, there's aspects of, like, yeah, we're still black. But, mm-hmm. yeah, as you said, yeah, we, we also need to speak more on the narrative of look at these people, successful mm-hmm. people who are still black, but they're still in charge of this yeah, and able to call different shots. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, I think I was such right again from what um Fodor was saying. With um, you know, I'm just gonna I'm not gonna teach my children to see colour, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like what about that whole narrative of not teaching your children to see gender, whatever? Because I saw there uh, were these parents here, yeah, they they have a uh, I think a, a son, right? And they're like sometimes I'll let they'll let the kid wear dresses and play with dolls, dolls and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then other times when he feels like he wants to, well, when it feels like he I wants to be a boy, put him in boys' clothes. <laughs> you can't play football. Give him an action man and look. So, <laughs> do you not think about that? Like, is that something that we should be pushing? Do you feel like it's a choice? You know, some parents should do it, others shouldn't, or like. Um, I've already said my son's going to be a footballer and he has not got a choice. And that's not, a, that's not a gender that's thing. Not <laughs> this guy's that's a real African parent. <laughs> That's not a gender thing. What if he's dead at football? Huh? What if he's dead at football? The, the, the basketball. What if he's, he's, he's three foot? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> jockey. <laughs> 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 These guys are the best of sports. I'm going to rap through every single sport. Sports jockey, gymnast. Ferrari at Formula 1 driver. Oh, no. What if he's fat? Huh? What if he's fat? O-line. What if he can't move? I want to move. Kick up. If he says that, I want, to, I want to be a lawyer. 
Huh? He says, Dad, I want to be a lawyer. I don't they, care what you say. There's not enough money in lawyer. You know how much these sports guys are getting paid? <laughs> Profession is dead. The real something is vocation. Go and play football. Bro. All right, so your son is definitely being a, 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 a boy. Yeah. And you're not going to no, redefine back, his I'm back, gender. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Oh, so you're going you're gonna to assign him a different gender? What? Are you going to assign him a different gender? You know what? I know what you said. This thing about this whole gender thing, mm. like... Mm, is it too early in the podcast for me to shoot this podcast down to the ground? <laughs> I feel like Jack, I, can, I, mean, I think you should say it. I I can see if it comes out badly, just edit it. Edit it out. But I, 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 get, I get what you mean. Like this stuff could get is very it too early. early? Oh, oh, when you see friends, I'm not afraid to put your opinion on this. Isn't it? Obviously, if your opinion is wild, like I prefer not to speak. Alright, fair, fair, fair. Alright, this, this whole gender thing. Yeah. Uh, what I will say is that a child does not, a child does not know enough to make that decision. That's exactly what, That's what I will say. If, yeah. When you're an adult, whatever side of the coin you sit on, yeah. let's not speak about that one yet. Yeah. But as for a child, cause I see this whole, um, agenda movement yeah. to say that, um, children should be able to define their gender. Yeah. If you've got a guy, well, quote unquote, born a male, but yeah. like he says he identifies as a female, then that seven-year-old should be able to redefine his gender. Mm. That's the only thing that a seven-year-old is allowed to do. A seven-year-old is not allowed to go vote. Seven-year-old is not allowed to... Go, he's not even allowed to leave the school ground on his own. But you say that he can redefine his gender. Mm. Like, nah, that doesn't make sense. He's a child. That's what I'm saying. I think it's too much stress and pressure that you're putting on kids. Like, yeah. You're like, okay, cool. So That's a, that's a confusing world. Exactly. We've waited until you're, you know, you can speak now and, you know, voice your thoughts and that sort of thing. And we've waited this long without giving you a name, without, you know, saying you're male or female. Mm. Okay, so what do you want to be? What, what do you want to be? Know what that and the thing is, do you remember when you were a child and you come out of the cinema yeah. and then whatever movie you just, if you watch Spider-Man, you now think you're Spider-Man yeah, yeah. and you now start jumping around the cinema and shooting words. I can't lie. <laughs> So you've watched Spider-Man, you think you're Spider-Man. If you watch Captain... Oh, what's the, the woman? Captain Wonder Woman. No, Wonder oh, Woman. Yeah. If you watch Wonder Woman, I would think I'm Wonder Woman. And like, so, like, kids are so impressionable. Yeah. And just because you see a, you see a guy, a, a boy, who says he looks up to that female or he wants to be that female, mm. doesn't mean he wants to be a female. Because yeah. if you put a hero male in front of him, he'll want to be that hero male. Same with a girl. She might look at a guy, say, oh yeah, I want to be that Spider-Man. That doesn't mean she wants to be a male or whatever. And I know I'm trivializing it, but I'm just using it as an example, like how impressionable children are. That's what I think. Like, sometimes a a male boy might feel, do something feminine. Mm. That doesn't make him a a female. That's perfectly fine. That's my thing. Yeah, I agree. I think... Just, I want my kids to just literally live life and enjoy yeah. their childhood, man. I'm not going to force feed anything. I know, like, I'm with you, like, I'll batter, like, yo, I wanted to be a basketball player, this and that. No, that's what we batter. But ultimately, yeah. like, I want the kids to, like, do what they want, yeah. decide where their destiny lies and stuff like that. Like, why, I don't get, like, if a child is five, you, you feel the need to be forcing these yeah. stuff over them, like. And the, fun, and the funny thing is, is that I think it's mad contradictory, the, that, the transgender thing is that on one hand we're saying that oh yeah females can be whatever they want to be just because a female's playing football doesn't make her a man whatever so then when a transgender then says oh yeah I feel like a male or I feel like a female I sit there and I think what do you mean by that what are you doing that now makes you feel like a male what does that mean I don't feel like a male I'm a male I don't feel like a male I'm just Timothy 
Mm. Yeah, I play sp- I play sports. Girls play sports. I go to the gym. Yeah. Girls go to the gym. Mm. Uh, I like cheeks. Girls like cheeks. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. When he was making that point and he was saying all these things, I was thinking, boy, you're in a lot of turbulence right now. But then he managed to land it smoothly. I love that. He landed it quite smoothly. I love that. I've always been thinking that as well. That's why I like Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm freestyling. Everything I'm saying, I'm literally freestyling. I'm smooth like Yeah, I'm not thought about what I'm saying. So anything that comes out mad, I'm saying, don't kill me. Because don't go write, write one thread because you compose your thread. I'm not composing yeah. my speech. Because so. I always thought this when. Um, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, it was Caitlyn Jenner that she did about this like that. She did like a, she basically won an award, award for of the year. like courage of the year or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, like, I know, yeah, I'm sure it was tough, but come on, that, that's rubbish. Number one, she shouldn't have been winning that. There was probably more people deserving. But number two, her speech, she was just like, oh yeah, like, she was talking about something like how being a woman equated to like, Doing makeup, Maybe, doing yeah. shopping, that, that's, all that that's type what of she's, stuff. She's enjoying so, most. She said something along the lines of what she's enjoying the most is like wearing yeah, yeah. and So when I heard that, I was thinking, I was like, huh? Like a guy could do all that stuff as well. So this is actually what I've, I've always wanted. Even the like in your time with the yeah, EF, I, I was like, to I wanted to actually have a conversation with someone who who's like a transgender person. Yeah, like if just about yeah, this. Like, what do you mean by you felt like a female? What did that? What did because that mean to you? The, yeah, what did that mean to you? What was you doing? that you felt like you can only do this as a female mm. or you can only do this as a male. Because even at the time of the Kate and Jenna thing, I sat there and I thought, like, you can't reduce womanhood to wearing high heels. Facts. Like, womanhood, they give babies. Then, not too long, I even started to think, you know what? There are women out there that they can't give birth. They're still women, though. Yeah. They're yeah. still a woman. So you can't even say, oh, yeah, I want to be able to give birth. Or I want to have a vagina. And that's going to make me a woman. Because being a woman, it's just be, there's not, there's not, there's, there's, there's not, not actually anything. anything. Being a man and being a woman isn't anything. I'm not a male, I'm just Timothy. All the things I do is just Timothy. I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> Still <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like, it's weird, like, I, I just don't see how I can sit there and say, oh yeah, today, I, I, not today, but I want to become a female because I like, I don't know, because I like fashion. I can like fashion as a man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, like, it's weird to well, me. We should weird. have a conversation with someone. If, if there's any listeners, it's probably unlikely right now. Unlikely, yeah. But, but if there is anyone who wants to actually get in contact. Because I'm like, not even on a hate thing, because at the end of the day, if you want to do that, I don't care. Like, I'm paying my bills, you're paying your bills, I don't care. <laughs> but I just, just conceptually, just a weird yeah, thought to me that like, I don't really understand yeah. what it means. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe it's a bit ignorant. I, let me speak for myself on my part where I could have easily like researched, watched videos and stuff like that. But the thing is, I have. Really? I've actually looked at, and there's, there's no like, that question of what do you mean by you feel like a male, that no one's been able to answer that from what I've researched. Okay. And it's a very specific question as well, so I can't Google it. Like, yeah, I, I just want to hear other people's perspectives. Yeah, I, do, I want to hear other people's perspectives on that one, but that one's, a, I don't understand it. It's true what, what you're saying, though. Like, I'm, I've just been thinking back for like, my childhood and, and whatever. Like, I don't think there was really ever a point where I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a guy. Yeah. I'm a boy. I'm yeah, a man. I, ne- I never feel like that. Yeah. I Even when I'm inside like, like, sports. Like, I don't sit there and think, I'm a man! Because I can do that as a girl. This guy is thinking, yeah, it feels at home. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like, it's element for me. Um, That's what he's talking about. <laughs> this is what it is, I'm comfortable here. Oh, but I hear that, I hear that. 
but yeah, it's like you you don't really think about these things and like you know uh, when I'm when I'm when I'm in the gym, I feel like a man. I don't. Yeah, I don't, or, I feel strong. A girl can feel strong too. You know what I mean? Or like for example, in the future, if any of us have children, whatever. Do you really are you really gonna look at your son, or your daughter, and be like, you know what? No, I'm gonna give you the option. You, yeah. Beth, if you want to be, you want to be a, a, a boy. Let <laughs> <laughs> be a boy. I'm going to call you Ayo. Yeah, you're going to be Ayo now. How can you go from Beth to Ayo? I'm going to be Ayo now. You go from Beth to Ayo. You're going to be Ayo now, yeah? Well, she changed race too. <laughs> oh, that's like one of our kids, bro. Okay. But yeah. So why is she Beth in the first place? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying this. These times are named Timothy. <laughs> but yeah, like... I don't really, I don't really feel that I would have that conversation in the future. Mm. I, don't, I don't see like with, with any of you. I don't. I just don't no, see that happening. There's, like, there's no need for it, man. Like, something it obviously by the time, confusion. Mm, obviously, by the time I have a child, maybe my views will change. But if I had a child right now and he said, "Dad, I feel," and it was a boy or a girl, and I, I said, uh, "He said, I feel like I want to be a girl or a boy, whichever way around," I'll sit there and I say, "What do you mean by that?" What are, what do you feel that you can't do as a guy that you wish you could do? What do you feel that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing? And I'll sit there and I don't, I'll, I don't think there's anything you can say in response that can be like, fair enough, only girls do that or only guys do that. You've got to be a girl to do that. You can do what you want. Like, mm. That's true. I think that's like probably the best way to handle that sort of thing. Because that isn't a thing of, oh, you're stupid, da da da. Because there's a lot of parents that will take it down that route. Or they'll just be like, you yeah, know no, what? No. I, I'm not even going to listen to you back off their shoe and start going <laughs> to town on the kid, don't I? Yeah. That's the, I'd say your way is definitely the, like, the best way to go about it. Because then you actually hear the thought process of yeah. the child instead of imposing things. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. But I just, again, even if I'm in a conversation with a transgender who's obviously not my child or whatever, I'm not trying to impose nothing. I don't care, really and truly. You can do what you want, but if you're gonna then explain it to me, then those are the questions I'll be asking. Mm-hmm. If I, if say if you want me to understand, because at this point where I'm at right right now, I don't understand. I'm just letting you be, and really and truly, that's not where you want to be. And I feel like in this like day and age, that's what people want so much. They want people to just accept me, accept me, accept me. Whether you're transgender, gay, black, female, accept me, accept me, accept me. But you don't want to explain to someone why your rights are why your rights are your rights. You just want them to accept it. Like, do you remember? Do you remember this thing on Twitter where they were talking about there was like a group thing, and then there was a white guy on there, and he was saying how he only likes white girls, which is completely fair enough. He wasn't he wasn't knocking black girls. He wasn't knocking Asian girls. Yeah. He was just saying me, I like white girls. When I'm dating, I'm going for a white girl. My girlfriend is white. My ex is going to be white. Here's what it is. Fine. It's completely fair enough. And then there was an Asian girl who just kept getting onto him, getting onto him, like, no, 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 you, you see how this is racist? And her points were so watery, and you could see in his face that he didn't understand it. By the end of the, f- the video, he was just like, yeah, I know now that I'm just not going to say it out loud. And that's where we're getting to. Like, he doesn't understand why it's wrong to say that, even though he's not, but let's say it is. He doesn't understand why. You're just drilling it. Say it, say it. Say it, fine. I like black girls, happy. And then he's gonna go to his white lads and talk about some black girl who was getting onto him, and now you're just going the opposite direction. Okay, this this actually ties in quite nicely. So, <coughs> you kind of an Asian girl, so it's an Asian girl getting onto him. You kind of said how 
um, the person was just forcing it, forcing it, and the guy didn't care. He was just like, cool, I'm just going to accept it. But uh, deep down, <laughs> deep, down <laughs> deep down, he's still going to feel the same way, right? Yeah. What about it's hard to like racism as well? So it's the same thing. So you, you, it's the same thing how, um, like with a white person saying, like, I don't like black people. I don't want you to, <laughs> I don't want you to accept me. I want you to understand. I'm not going to sit here, I'm not going to just keep forcing you over and over again. Black Lives Matter, say it. Black Lives Matter, say it. I want you to, I want you to understand it, like fully understand that way, that, you know what I mean? I don't want you to just say it on the water, but that's the situation where we're in right now, where, cool, we can use the same bathroom as white people, cool, on the surface, we can get the same jobs as Peter as white people, but the sentiment is still there, because the way we've gone about it is we've just said, accept us, accept us, accept us. You've never said, understand us. With these sort of things, if you actually ask someone, for example, going to further point with buses, it's just, I, I don't like black people, or I don't like white people, or, I don't like Asian people. If why? you ask them why, some of the answers are pretty... Yeah, most of the answers strange. are dumb answers. Yeah. And that's even a good thing, because once you reveal the dumbness of the answer, mm. hopefully you get somewhere. Uh, and if not, then they'll die soon. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we first have witnessed that people are just ignorant. Rafe. <laughs> and they're, they're not going to understand. Rafe Stillman. That's cool. He'll, he'll die one day. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's like a minority. But some, some people... I'm going to sound like such a sympathiser, but sometimes you, you sort of speak to some people... And the reasons why they might have a prejudice against black people. And the thing is, it's never against all black people. When you actually speak to them, it's a type of black person. It sounds mad the way I'm saying it. And again, I'm but, literally freestyling. I'm saying it. But so when you speak to them, it's a, some, if there's a sense in their reason. So if you can just explain away that prejudice, you can come out of that conversation. And it's not going to be a one, 10 minute conversation. It might be like over years of experience and years of just look hearing different things, then that person will slowly begin to understand, hang on, the reason why I've got this prejudice doesn't actually make sense. And then that person can truly change, not just have this this uh, left-wing politics that's just thrown at him, you've got to know this, you've got to do that, you've got to do this, and then they come out, they they, they, they end up, um, what's the word, when you throw something at a wall and it bounces back, it, it ends up retarding back. Wait, what did you say? Isn't that the word? When something retards off the wall. Retard? No, not retard, like retard. Yeah, that's the word. Ricochet? That's, yeah. I think no. that's the word. No, but I think retard's <laughs> also a word. When something, like the retardation, I think it's a physics word, actually. Retardation? Is it, I think that's a physics word. Is it, no, it's a physics word. Carry on with When, when, like, like, yeah, when yeah. atoms bounce away, I think that's called retardation. Oh, fair, fair, fair. I okay. think it's a physics term. But yeah, they, they, they end up like ricocheting back off and like bouncing, <laughs> you Google it. They end up bouncing back and then suddenly you start hearing uh, rhetorics like the white man is the most oppressed group in America. The white man is the most... That's what they say. They believe. We're the most oppressed group in America. Everyone hates us. Everyone's getting on to the white man. It's so hard to be a middle-aged, a middle-aged white man in America now. You got all the blacks and the gays and the women. They're all asking for their rights, but they've forgotten about the good white American. I think, I think everything here is just approach. So even even outside of race, even if like parents and stuff like that, if you're trying to continue to push this narrative of forcing so through, as a as a child, you're gonna be like, I'm not gonna listen to them. They're, they're flipping annoying. And if, that everyone knows that pastor's kids are the worst. <laughs> we see them first time. <laughs> and, and, and I'm a pastor's kid. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, uh, this goes to race as well. Like, obviously, we, we definitely need to talk to people and explain why I think this way is wrong. But then, 
if the approach is done in a in a manner where it's going to make someone frustrated, they're, they're just clearly not going to listen to that approach, then... The white man is most oppressed group in America. So, sometimes you just got to accept things and leave them to how it is, now it is, mm. rather than just continue to throw it down, throw it down, because then it's going to rile them up even more and go like, yeah, yeah, you know what, white people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get these type of stupid groups. And then they started walking around with cars. Oh, Nils, I mean, it's always lucky. This guy's always lucky. Yeah, we got two minutes. I'm not waiting. Shout out there because this guy hasn't mentioned judge or anything. Yes! And this guy keeps on talking about cheeks. <laughs> and stupid Liam Neeson or whatever. And you've not mentioned judge. So, like, shout oh. out. I see, I see the progression, in it? Come on. Yeah, give me your life to Christ. <laughs> uh, on that note, we'll call it a wrap. Hey, Thank I you got, for listening. I got, I got, I just in case you lot didn't know, there's also the uh, new caller ID Snapchat. So oh, yeah. That I did as well. NCID pod. Yeah, but thank you. Again, we said it in the middle of the episode, but we do appreciate the support. You guys are listening. Tell your friends to listen if you liked it. Tell, tell us, because you know, it encourages us yeah, to keep man, coming back. Please. I'm spending money on this thing, man. So you keep encouraging us, keep listening. Listen twice if you really like it. Tell your friends to listen. Throw it on your snaps as well, on your Instagram stories. Yeah. That helps a lot. Yeah. Like, just come on, support your boys. Yeah, love. Bunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing. <laughs> Add us up on the socials. Instagram, new caller ID. Twitter, new caller ID. Yeah, personal ones there as well. Come on. Timothy.xcix. Obviously, add me up on my Gmail and that. What? I respond to you in T-Working Days. Flat top, F-O-L-A.